Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. Hi, this is the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast, and I am your host, Ellie Nieves. I'm the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, where I develop seminars and webinars to help high-achieving women show up, speak up, and step up in their careers. To learn more, you can visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com or you can follow the Leadership Strategies for Women page on Facebook. Today, we're talking about grit. Grit is a skill, one that can be taught to help people overcome fear, break through uncertainty, and reach their full potential. Here to talk to us about developing grit is Shannon Polson. Shannon is the author of The Grit Factor, Courage, Resilience, and Leadership, in the male-dominated organization, in the most male-dominated organization in the world. She served as one of the first women to fly the Apache helicopter in the U.S. Army. Her career as an Army officer and attack aviation leader around the globe spans almost a decade. In addition to her military service, she spent five years leading and managing in the corporate sector. As a dynamic in-demand leader, Polson reaches thousands of people a year at major organizations and large public venues on topics related to leadership, courage, resilience, and grit. She and her husband, Peter, have two energetic sons. Shannon, welcome to the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast. Thank you so much. What a privilege to be here with you. Well, we're excited to learn from you. I mean, you are an amazing woman. Share with us something that we don't already know about you. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, let's see. When I was 19, I was one of the youngest women to climb uh, Denali. So that is my other, uh, was at the moment, my claim to fame. But beyond that, let's see. Uh, I, I like to paint in my free time. <laughs> How about that? Nice, nice. Fierce fighter and creator. Nice. Very nice. Yes. Yes. No, I think it's important to not box any of us in, right? Absolutely. 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 So what made you decide to write your book, The Grit Factor? It's such a good question. I had a young woman reach out to me about six years ago now, and she asked if I would be her mentor as she began the same process that I had done many, many years before of going to the Army's flight school and beginning her career in Army aviation. And because uh, I am, I'm always excited to, to mentor young people. I said, yes, of course. But then I thought, oh my goodness, my experience as one of the first women in that integration was certainly unique. Uh, and also, you know, each of us is our own person. So how can I scale the advice that I'm offering to this young leader getting ready to start out in her career 
And then also if I do all that work, because I know it'll be a lot of work, how do I scale the people to whom that advice is available? And so I started this process of interviewing other leaders in the vanguard of their military fields, early women general officers, a submariner, a combat rescue swimmer, one of the first women army rangers, and many, many more aviators across the services and across the generations. And I realized a few years into this project that this was really material enough that, that really should be in a book. And so I started to do the work on the secondary research, started to look at all of the dissertations and the most current uh, management and leadership research as well, and then found an outstanding partner with Harvard Business Review Press. And I could not be more thrilled with the outcome. Uh, the book just came out a couple of weeks ago and it's, it's really, it's an, it's an excellent book, I think, not just for new leaders, but also for those who are facing any kind of challenge or any kind of an obstacle in their careers. That's amazing. And your book shows how you can develop grit or develop the grit factor through lots of shared experiences. What do you think is one of your own pivotal moments? Gosh, there's so many. And I do look really at grit as not just this discrete thing, but as part of the whole leader. And also really as part of this whole process of owning our past, engaging in the present and looking towards the future. So of course, if you, when you pick up the grit factor, you'll notice there's commit, learn and launch. And that really corresponds to the past, the present and the future. And one of the, the experiences that I, I like to share was one of the very first times that I was venturing out as a young leader. I hadn't yet graduated from college. I'd been drilling as an SMP cadet, which is a simultaneous membership program with the National Guard for the last two years of college. And I drove out to Raleigh, North Carolina to receive my assignment for the years ahead. And I was, you know, had just turned 21 years old, very young person, not yet commissioned, hadn't yet graduated. And I report to this colonel and he is sitting behind a desk that seems as wide as the room with shiny windows that go up behind him. And, and I try not to shake too much. And he asked me to sit down and I do. And we have a couple of sentences exchanged back and forth before he leans back in his chair at me, looks down his nose and says, you realize cadet that you will never fly an attack aircraft. And I recognized his comment for being what it was meant to be, which was small and mean, because at the time, attack aircraft weren't open to women to fly. So I said, yes, sir. But I went back to my ROTC detachment and requested a transfer off of the National Guard rosters and onto active duty. And later that spring, Congress changed the game on that colonel, and all of us lifted the combat exclusion clause, and suddenly every aircraft in the inventory was open to women and men to fly. But I learned there, as I learned at multiple other points along that, that career, that in that first piece, that commit piece, it's about owning your story. And if you don't own your own story, you have to accept the story that somebody else gives you. And I wasn't willing to do that. So to be a leader, I think you have to do the work to own your own story first. It's the foundation of grit, really, the ability to access grit later on. And, um, and that was really very pivotal in, in my, my growing up. That's an amazing story. And congratulations to you. Congratulations. <laughs> you are an inspiration. So well, you, know, you mentioned about this opportunity for other women, right? And here you are a pioneer. So in your book, you also share stories about other extraordinary women in the military and how they've shown grit. How yes. do these experiences translate into civilian life? Those are, that's a great question. You know, I actually find the translation is, is beautifully easy in part because we're coming at it um, with similar experiences in terms of a challenging work environment. Maybe the, just the challenges of work itself are very difficult, 
But then also these people, all every single one of these leaders had this double crucible. They had also an environment which was usually mostly male, probably mostly white. And in many cases, they had to push against this resistance that really uh, wasn't welcome to them being there at all. So they had what I like to think of really as a double crucible. And that is something that many of us experience outside of the military as well. And by approaching it through the stories of the military, I think we come at it a bit at a slant, a little bit obliquely, which is often an easier way into that lesson. But one of the things that was so powerful to me in the process of putting together the research for the grit factor was that these people, these leaders, these women, shared their stories so candidly and their lessons learned so generously. And I really do think that women often don't share their stories often, right? We've, we're sort of brought up to be more modest or to be a little bit um, uh, less forthcoming. And yet other leaders need to hear those stories, both women and men. Absolutely. Now, in your book, you detail tactical exercises to show grit. And you mentioned the three phases, commit, learn, and launch. Yes. Can you walk us through those three phases? Yeah, absolutely. No, and commit, of course, corresponds to this owning your past, right? Really going back, uh, understanding your past and understanding what that arc of that narrative is really going to be, what you have decided it's going to be. I like to say you don't get to choose the raw material of your life, but you do get to choose how to shape that raw material. It's not only an opportunity, but really a responsibility. Um, the second part of that commit phase is drilling down to your core purpose. And I like to say starting with why is fine, but it doesn't go nearly far enough. So in that, we really drill down to what core purpose is. And that gives us the tether and the foundation for those subsequent phases and really accessing that thing that I've always called grit. The second phase is learning. That's really engaging fully in the present. And when we talk about this phase of engaging in the present, we're talking about building our teams and drawing our circles, because there are some people that should be in the circle and there are some people that should not, right? Those who don't support you, that's a hard lesson, but an important one. Um, this also being part of other people's teams, by the way. So this is really a relationship sort of a thing that we're really looking at and the importance of sustaining relationships in accomplishing any goal. Um, the second part is an interesting piece because it's about strategic listening and active listening. And, uh, and it's something that comes out of every conversation with a general officer, that it's perhaps one of the most underrated leadership skills is the ability to listen. You know this very well as a podcast host. You already have that figured out. <laughs> um, and so those are the, the really key pieces. The third part of that engaging in the presence is some real exercise around building resilience, building grit. And the science is pretty clear that it's not just something that you have or you don't. It's something that you can build. And that's, I borrow actually from the Army's Master Resilience Training Plan, which was developed with the University of Pennsylvania's Positive Psychology Program, decades worth of research, and applied to soldiers and their families to try to help to manage the high operational tempo that they've dealt with. But really, it's a civilian program, right? And it's something that's applicable to every single one of us. So building grit and building resilience. And then finally, that last leg of the triangle is all about looking towards the future. That's the launch, right? It's engaging in the present, looking towards the future. And I look a little bit more strategically here, and these are all things, again, that came out of these stories and the lessons learned of these outstanding leaders, several dozen of them in their fields, is looking at audacity, the willingness to take a risk, to put yourself out there, to realize that failure is not final, as Churchill said, or as I like to say, it's not failure that matters, it's what you do with it that counts. And failure is part of that path to success. So that is really being willing to be audacious. Again, something challenging, I think, for a lot of people who are minorities in, in a majority environment to do. 
uh, for lots of very good reasons, but it's still an important thing to do. And the second part is authenticity, which is leading in a way that is true to yourself, because it's so easy to try to fit into a culture in a way that undermines your core values. And if you do that, it's simply not sustainable and it's not a healthy way to be part of that culture either. So authenticity is a big piece of this. And then the final piece is adaptability. All leaders who have succeeded in the long run have to be adaptable. So you've got to stay focused on your purpose. You've got to stay focused on the mission. But when circumstances change, and my gosh, all of us are going through this right now, you have to be able to be adaptable. And so that's the final piece. And I like to think of that triad, that grit triad is surrounded by something that I call grounded optimism. So optimistic, but not Pollyannish. Grounded in reality, but absolutely certain of success. Shannon, that is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, can you tell us what's next for you and how our listeners can get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So I have founded the Grit Institute in the process of doing the work on the grit factor, and that is offering training within companies uh, or to individuals, which is really using the learning of the grit factor. So the Grit Institute and building that out is really the next phase of this, um, looking into what the next book is that naturally flows from this as well, of course. And, uh, and I can be found easily at shannonpolson.com, P-O-L-S-O-N.com, or thegritinstitute.com, or on any of the social media platforms, especially LinkedIn at Shannon H. Polson. So I'd love to see any of your listeners there, and I'd love to hear what you think of The Grit Factor, and if there's any way I can support leadership journeys uh, with a real focus on grit. Great. Thank you so much, Shannon. You have been, like I said, so inspirational. And we really appreciate you taking the time to educate our listeners about developing grit. And to all of, thank you, Shannon. And to all of my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.